interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broad no value. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With Ryan ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! It is, in fact, another way. Oh, I didn't update the lower third, so you're Ryan for today. Oh, yes, I'm Ryan. <laughs> yeah, this is not Ryan. This is no, John. I'm John. There you go. You're talking. You're yeah, already right, talking. Right, right. You've already talked more than you did the last time you yeah. co-hosted the show. How about that? <laughs> Try not to bump the desk. Okay. <laughs> Ryan had a habit of doing that, so the camera was shaking all the time. So, um, yeah, I got to get a more solid desk, I think, and because uh, I'm like barely bumping it and it's moving. Look at. <laughs> anyway. uh, yes, Laura's excited. You're back. Hi, Laura. She she's been uh, she's been like John needs to come back. John needs to, John's the best. John's got to come back. I'm back. So you're back. You you you've made it. You uh, you said you want to redeem yourself from yes. last time. You uh, you were very you quiet. Were very quiet. Look, I can actually hear you when you talk too. I know, right? Wow. Look at look at you go. Oh. Best co-host ever. She says. Thank you. <laughs> I, didn't up, I, I meant to switch to your lower thirds, and I'm, I, I, do I even have? I might have them in here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, not that mouse. This mouse. I got too many mice. Lower. I did not mean oh. to do that either. Oops. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. So I've seen I, I've seen you more than I've I, I've seen you more in the past like four days than I've seen my entire family in like two years. So really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that is absolutely yeah. true. You've been, you've been here. You were here Saturday. You were here Sunday. WrestleMania. Uh, you were here. You're here today. I saw you last Wednesday. Oh yeah. So I, I have definitely in the last week, I've seen you more than I've seen my entire, my whole family in the last year, in which is the last two years, which is, which is, you know, COVID basically yeah. kept, kept me away from seeing my family. So, uh, I saw my little cousin at the Working Class Tiff show, and she was, like, the first member of my family that I saw in, like, th- two years. Really? And I was like, holy wow. shit, like, my family's still alive. All right, <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> she's introducing me to people, right? She goes, you know, her, her she's there with her best friend. Her best friend comes up to us as we're talking, and she goes, this is Joey. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm Joe. She's the only person on the planet who calls me, who, who ever can call me Joey. Uh, family, her and her mom. My family does that. They call me Johnny. Johnny? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, it's just John, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, but does that, do you have like multiple Johns in your family? Is no, that, no, okay. No. So that's just Johnny Boy or Johnny Appleseed. I don't I, know. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed, okay. I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, my uncle's name is Joe, 
and my little cousin's name is Joe. So when when my little cousin was born and, and you know growing up, it was to differentiate us. So my uncle was Joe. That was established. He was Joe. And for some reason, I got stuck with Joey and my little cousin was Joseph. And now when the three of us see each other, it's, oh, hey, Joe, how you doing? You know, uh, whereas my aunt and my cousin Sam still call me Joey. But they're the only people that can get away with that. So <laughs> uh, Laura wants to know, I guess we're going to talk WrestleMania here. Uh, what are John's thoughts on Vince's clothesline? Well... <laughs> <laughs> That must change. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it was it, it was uh, he took the worst stunner ever, but yes, every stunner Vince takes is the worst. Takes the worst stunner ever <laughs> is the worst stunner ever. Yeah, <laughs> that I, is I, I in fact a lot of Joes in my family. I thought he was gonna have a heart attack. Oh man, he's what 70, 78 or something he's, like that. He still had it. Yeah. I mean, the rumor was originally that he was going to wrestle Pat McAfee, and he, he ended up yeah. doing so, so that, that was pretty cool. So <laughs> I was not expecting him to actually get in the ring and have an actual, like, full-blown match, but here we are. <laughs> and he won. Yeah. yeah. I, I did an interview earlier today for um, uh, Wretched Sound Magazine uh, that's going to be in their next issue, and, uh, like, the first question was, what did you think of WrestleMania? Like, Man, like, I thought we were interviewing about my uh, podcast here, but okay, you know, let's talk about WrestleMania. Um, no, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a great show. It, it showed that WWE, when they want to, can actually still put on a fun show. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we're, we're, uh, we just got Monday Night Raw tickets. Yep. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that's going to be uh, a fun show. I need you to, like, take your headphones off and then put the wire around behind your back because it's rubbing up against your microphone. That's what oh, that is. That's what the little scratching noise was. <laughs> there, that, that should All do good it. Enough. That should do it, yeah. <laughs> just just like at band practice, headphones behind your head. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was a good show. Uh, Becky and Bianca stole the show for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stone Cold wrestling on, on uh, actually having a match. I'm... I'm kind of torn on because I was at his last match before that at WrestleMania 19. And the return of Cody Rhodes. And the return of Cody Rhodes, which was another question that I was asked in this interview for <laughs> that I did earlier for Wretched Sound. So, uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, good on Cody for, you know, doing what he needed to do, man. He left. He was like, fuck this. I don't, I don't like what they've got for me. I'm going to go do something else. Went and did his own thing changed the wrestling business while he was at it and came back uh, to uh, basically uh, what looks to be, uh, you know, settle some unfinished business and try and win that uh, WWE championship. So that's that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, he's back and doing that. So you know, I opened another Pepsi and I have another one here. So <laughs> El Generico, what's up, man? What's going on? Adam Coe, baby, is in the chat. <laughs> There's a that's a man with a more glorious beard than mine. <laughs> we got to get out to Syracuse, man. We got to play Syracuse. He was going to come yeah. to the Green Jello show out in Rochester when we were supposed to play with them, but uh, that would have been a cool show. To play. COVID, COVID shut everything down, and we didn't get to do that. So hopefully in the future. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, hoping to book outside of Buffalo yeah, sometime definitely. soon. Some 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 uh, Uber driver. 
Thursday. Thursday, last Thursday, I went out. So we uh, we played the Dreadnecks on the show last week, and uh, they were opening for a band called uh, or, or a gentleman named uh, Joe Buck Yourself. Got his T-shirt on here, um, and uh, I overslept, so I called an Uber to get there. And my Uber driver's uh, license plate number was some forty-one. And we got to talking, and he's he's in a local band, I guess. And he's like, hey, if you ever want to tour, let me know. I have no idea who this guy is, what his name is. I gave him a guitar pick, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reached out to my band. Here you go, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, we do want to tour. It's just a matter of being able to tour and, yeah. uh, you know, getting the time off and uh, getting uh, everybody together and available and... <laughs> finding a, 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 you know, plotting a course, I guess. So we do have a lot going on right now. So yeah, well, we're we're still working on uh, our eighties album. Eighties album. Uh, got a couple of shows coming up. One that's announced. One that's a one that's not. So uh, come see us May twenty eighth at the Walmore Inn in in uh, Sanborn with uh, Cardiac Cassette, their CD release. It's a cancer benefit, so it's for a, a good, good cause. Time. Yeah, it's going to be a good cause. Good time. Everything. All that stuff. It's going to be a good everything. It's going to be good. John is talking too much. Oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't talking enough, and now I'm talking too much. Hey, no, that, that makes for a better show. You're yeah. talking too much. I mean, uh, you you got you to gotta figure you're sitting in for, for Ryan, and yeah. you know uh, Ryan is very verbose. Ryan oh, yeah. will talk if you don't stop him. <laughs> I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying, like, that's that's Ryan. He, I noticed at band practice. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he finds all the right big words to use, too. So it's like, oh, man. This is like uh, hanging out with Chris Jericho in, like, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, we got a good show for you today. Some good music coming up. R- really good stuff, man. I, I was... Uh, I never heard of this one band we're playing today, Loaded and Gorgeous. I never heard of them until I saw they got a CD release coming out. It's actually their second album. Uh, so I was like, all right, I got to find a song by them. And uh, I took the title track from their album, which is like seven and a half minutes long. It's like, who writes songs that long? <laughs> I, we, were at, uh, we were at your, um, what's now our practice spot, uh, yeah. last Wednesday after the show. And... Your your other band is playing songs for us, and Ryan and I are just kind of standing there like, how long is this? <laughs> Our longest song is just over three minutes, and it's the only one we have that's three minutes long? Ours is like over maybe eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like Metallica here. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, man. Like... like you know, but we're a punk, uh, you know, Living Brain Dead's a punk band, so it's not yeah. like we're, or a metal. Uh, yeah. you know, it's not like we're trying to write epics here. We're just trying to get to the point, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this band this is a seven-minute long song we're coming up on today, so uh, they should be thankful that we're not on traditional radio because we'd be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the other version. Yeah. The short one. Yeah, right. Will John pass the IQ test? All right, let me give this. Uh, let, 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 let's let's get you. Uh, she says, will John pass the IQ test? Spell the opposite of the word less. She wants you to spell it like uh, like that. Oh, opposite word of less? Yeah. S-S-E-L? 
<laughs> That's, you would have failed any kind of IQ test with that one. She wants you to spell it M-O-O-R-E. Oh. Like her, <laughs> oh, more no, is the I... opposite of less, John. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I failed. <laughs> Seven minutes, are they rush? Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, those, those were some epic songs you guys played for us, so not going to lie. I'm shocked I even remember that those songs because we haven't practiced in a while. Yeah. You're, you start playing and I'm just like, I don't have earplugs in. I'm like, God damn it, warn me. <laughs> then you start intentionally playing while I don't have earplugs in. Which is like, God damn it, man. Like, I need these to fucking work. <laughs> we got people I don't know in the chat here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, Laura Laura says it. Fail. 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 I know. <laughs> Give me something else. <laughs> <laughs> now see, now you told her to give you something else. Now she's oh, going to never shut up about Home Alone 5. <laughs> she's going to be like, "Has John seen Home Alone 5? It's the greatest movie of all time." And Actually. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's Blake and my mom. Oh. Hey, Carrie. There you go. Hey, okay. how you doing? <laughs> hi, Blake. Hi, hi, Carrie's mom. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> John's thoughts on... See, I told you. Um, John's thoughts on Home Alone look, 5. Look, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I only saw one and two. It may, I saw three. But Did you see three? I never even saw three. Three... I'm I like st- I stopped at three. I I stopped at two. I'm like I don't want to see this direct to video bullshit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Some movies just some franchises just need, don't need to be more than two movies. That's one of them. I don't know what else, what else could have stopped at a second movie. I don't know. The Matrix could have stopped at one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that th- that third one, I didn't see this. So I saw the second one in theater, The Matrix uh, Reloaded, right? I saw that in theaters because I had seen the original Matrix on DVDs. So I'm like, oh, I got I to see the sequel. So I went and I saw the sequel and I'm watching this movie and it's just, you know, you get to the end of that movie and it's just like, man, I just sat through a two-hour fucking ad for the next fucking movie. And then I never went to see the, the, the third Matrix uh, Revolutions or whatever the fuck it was, right? So I'm just like... I'm like, I, no, that was bullshit, man. You you made me pay for that movie, which was just an advertisement for this movie. Fuck that shit. So, uh, you know, I, I uh, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> All right, let's catch up on some chat here. Uh, Laura says three wasn't straight to video. I, I don't recall a theatrical release, but uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, and then, hey, bro, Sabres beat the Canes. Bet your, hey, yeah, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I was very happy for that. I was third row off the ice last I night. I bet you were. Third row off the ice last night. Yeah, I, I haven't been to a... I don't think I've been to a game they've lost all season, including that one against... Oh, who was it? Um, you were there. Uh, who, who was that? Oh, uh, Tampa Bay. That's right. I was, I was there at that game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hope you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was very happy because that was like the the only big win we had early in the season. I'm sorry, I'm a Tampa fan. 
Luckily, uh, you know, they're starting to play better, so hopefully next year they continue this and, uh, you know, you might have... uh, you might have a contender. Uh, uh, we might have a contender on our hands here. Went to uh, I went to the game on Friday, RJ night. It was sold out. I'm, I'm glad I bought tickets ahead of time. In the Uber on the way to the game, I'm looking up tickets, and it's like two hundred and fifteen dollars was the cheapest ticket to get into that game. So I am not. <laughs> anyway, she says I'm called. No, I'm not. Not at all. Anyway, <laughs> I won't call you that. <laughs> yeah, and I won't call you Johnny either. So <laughs> you already did. <laughs> I did. No, I said I won't call you Johnny. Oh, you, you, I, you just said Johnny. <laughs> I said Johnny, but I wasn't calling you Johnny. <laughs> I went to the Sabres game Friday, um, and I I bought my tickets ahead of time because it was RJ night, man. And you know that's the greatest of all time, right there. The greatest play-by-play commentator in sports history, Rick Jenneret. I got the little banner on the back wall there because I didn't have anywhere better to put it. So, <laughs> uh, I'll find some place for it by by time I do next week's things you might not know. Uh, and then I went to, uh, was, uh, you know, band practice fell through yesterday, so I was like, huh, Sabres are playing tonight. <laughs> so I was, trying to, I was trying to get, like, 300 levels center ice, but they wouldn't, like, Ticketmaster wouldn't let me buy a single ticket for uh, for that section. Because it was like, everything was, there was like two, you can pick your individual seat, and each seat was like in a group of two. And every time I w- would pick a ticket, it's like, well, you can't just leave one seat by itself. So you have to pick another another seat, or you have to buy both seats. And so I went to, uh, so I, I, I got uh, right behind the Zamboni door. There's just a single seat, like right next to where the Zamboni and the ice crew come out. It's just a single seat in the third row. So it's like, all right, I'll take that. So three rows off the ice. That, uh, that last goal last night was, uh, was pretty good. Um, so let's Favorite call was uh, a video with a, it was a Sabres versus Flyers brawl on YouTube and RJ went nuts. Yeah, there was a few of those. Uh, What was the first wrestling match John watched? What, ever? Ever. Ever? Ever. What was the, what was it, what what got you hooked on pro wrestling? Let's see. My first match, it was... First time I got into wrestling was actually it was WrestleMania nine. Okay, was my first that, that WrestleMania. If if there was ever a WrestleMania that should not have gotten you into wrestling, it's WrestleMania nine. But go ahead. <laughs> my uh, it was a Johnny Gonzalez versus the Undertaker. Giant Gonzalez versus the yeah yeah okay. Giant <laughs> Gonzalez. Was it Molina versus Fox? No, it wasn't, no. but it was it was just as bad, apparently. It was, yeah, it was. Giant Gonzalez and the fucking Undertaker. Really? That was the first match? That's, that, is, that match is the reason you watch wrestling? Well, not... <laughs> I would... I was, I was more of an Undertaker fan. Okay. So Undertaker, when I saw him for the first time... Okay, so I, I, I got into I it. could I could see that that was probably the worst Undertaker match to see for the yeah. first time. But yeah, I, I could see that. Um, 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> not a good WrestleMania. No. <laughs> that was uh, the first one for me. Okay, well, that's, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Johnny Mercury says, first wrestling match he ever saw was Steve Austin versus Savio Vega in a leather strap match. In your house, beware of dog three. Or in your house three, beware of dog, rather. <laughs> Power went out. They had to reshoot it like two to, on Tuesday. Oh, here we go. Ningwood Records. Uh, Million Dollar Man versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. WrestleMania four was the first match he saw. Uh, I got into wrestling. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what the first match I saw was, but I do recall the first promo I ever saw was... Uh, before WrestleMania 2, Hulk Hogan about King Kong Bundy. I'm going to get that big dude in the cage. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah, that uh, I, I that I don't think really hooked me, and I kind of got into wrestling a little closer to, like, uh, SummerSlam 88, WrestleMania 5, like the Mega Powers, the Mega Powers explode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which explains the $400 purchase I made the other day, but we're not going to get into that. Um yeah, I, uh, you know, would I still be watching if I didn't work basically in pro wrestling on the fringes of it anyway? I, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it helps to be surrounded by you and Katie who are both wrestling fans. And, yeah. uh, you know, the first WCW match I ever saw, uh, would be... Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat, two out of three falls for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. How I didn't look at that match and be like, yo, I need to watch this more, I don't know. Whereas maybe I was too young to kind of appreciate that level of of in-ring work and was still like, ooh, look at that guy with the face paint and the bright tassels. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I, I that was uh, that would be my first WCW experience that I remember anyway is watching that Ric Flair Ricky Steamboat two out of three falls match. What a match! Definitely a classic. I gotta stop wearing shirts that blend in with the uh, with the with the lower graphics here. Tips.thinksojo.com if you wanna <laughs> uh, have have I ever fallen off stage? No. I know people who have. Me too. Uh, but I personally uh, am pretty conscious uh, conscious of where the edge of the stage is. Oh, I sit down so long. Uh, yeah, you're I don't a, you, you, you don't you don't have to. But you're not moving all over the place. Uh, <laughs> well, technically, I am. But I I have definitely watched. Uh, I, I've never actually seen anybody, but I've I've heard stories of people falling off the stage. Um, I have not done it because I'm just like, all right, there's the edge. I can't go any further than that. My old band, Will Lycombe's Death, we just had this guitarist, Joe. It was it was at the waiting room, and he we we got we got a little drunk before we went on on stage. I was buzzed, but we were playing. We got close to the breakdown, and he started wobbling, and he falled oh. off the stage. And but he, he act like nobody saw it, and then he hopped back on stage. Did a kick, turn around and started playing like nobody knows. But <laughs> that's it, what you got to do. It's on YouTube, and he'll never live it down. You know what? I, I saw the video I, I'll tell you what. You want to talk videos on YouTube? There is a video of me hitting my head on a disco ball. 
Oh, really? <laughs> playing a show. I want to see uh, that. Really, really bad quality. Uh, we were playing this place called Maggie's out in Tonawanda, uh, which is because I didn't know John when BWF was a thing. That's why he wasn't on BWF. Anyway, um, we were playing this place called Maggie's out in Tonawanda with my old band, and I got up on my guitar amp. I, I thought this was a good idea. Ju- I got up on my guitar amp, and then when the song kicked in, I jumped off the amp and hit my head on the fucking disco ball. Uh, so that's that's probably the worst that's happened to me on stage. And it's on video. It's on video. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll show it to you after the show, uh. <laughs> or I'll find it during the song break or whatever. I'll show it to you on the phone. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's probably the worst that's happened to me. Uh, what do we got here? So favorite first favorite wrestler was a one two three kid because he was small. Who were you guys first favorites? We'll answer that in a question after we ask you why the hell you have a tattoo of the one two three kid. <laughs> uh, is it and and is it like the one two three kid or is it like Sean Waltman like later like uh, you know uh, X Pac uh, six, six era something like that. Is it six Pac? Six Pac, yeah. Oh. BWF 2.0, perhaps. I don't know if I want to do another podcast. That's pretty much the only reason I haven't said, hey, let's do another podcast. Um, one, two, th- it's, a, it's a legit one, two, three kid tattoo. Um, I, don't, I grew up in the Hulkamania era, man. So, like, I had the, old, like, the Ultimate Warrior was always cool to me. And, like, Hulk Hogan, you know, Randy, Sa- Randy Savage is probably my absolute favorite from that era to this day. I, uh, uh, Demolition is the best tag team ever. I don't care who else you want to say is in that conversation. You're wrong. Um, tag team-wise, Nasty Boys. Nasty Boys. That's an interesting choice. And wrestling-wise, uh, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Best wrestler as Alive. far as in-ring work ever. I don't care what anybody else says. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> you can take Bret Hart and uh, you know, anyway. Funny, <laughs> uh, we had that uh, we had that argument uh, plenty of times. Brian and I, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. It's definitely Dudley a Shawn boys. Michaels guy. All right, we got uh, we got a vote for the Dudley Boys in the chat here, and uh, definitely um, for their era, definitely. Uh, ECW Tag Team Champions, WWE Tag Team Champions, Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Uh, yeah, they, they have done everything they could possibly do in wrestling. And, and WCW Tag Team Champions, if you want to count that, because it was during the, the invasion. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, big Sean Waltman fan, loved his matches with Jerry Lynn in GWF. Yeah, Sean Waltman is pretty... Pretty cool, man. Like, he's just a cool dude in general. And, uh, you know, a great in-ring worker. And it was cool that Scott Hall, like, did what he did to get him over for, you know, as the one, two, three kid. So, you know, uh, I got to I got to see him. Uh, it, was, it was Sean Waltman and Billy Gunn. And I forget who they were wrestling, but they wrestled uh, for ESW at one of the shows. Was, I think it might have been the same one where I was showing you the picture the other day of the Sandman pouring beer down my throat. Do you remember when he before he was a one two three kid? No, he was called the the, the dingo kid. <laughs> I guess I guess like he was changing his name every week yeah, before I mean, that, and I didn't really didn't Got really Hall. see him. Then he became yeah. Oh man, I, I'm I'm being uh, I, I got El Generico here trying to coax me uh, out of 
not doing wrestling podcasts anymore. <laughs> uh, we used to do a wrestling podcast. It was called Board Wrestling Fan. It's uh, it's all archived up on boardwrestlingfan.com. It was uh, Coaster there and, uh, and myself, along with uh, my buddy G out of Calgary, my buddy JT out of Syracuse, and uh, the late Mark Noyce out of England. And... Uh, Okay, with, uh, you know, occasional appearances from our, our friend uh, Drow out of Texas, uh, Justin Ruff out of Dallas, Texas. So, you know, we, we that was a, it, it was a pretty uh, fun run we had. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but uh, was, I'm, I'm so happy to have my Sundays back. <laughs> so uh, maybe we'll talk. We'll talk. At least do a reunion show again at some point. Mark Noyce tribute show, I guess. Something. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Laura asked why you weren't on that show, and that's because you, uh, I didn't know you then. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was hard for anybody to get a word in edgewise on that show. So I, I don't know if you would have fit right in, or if it would have just you would have just been like silent, and nobody would have even known you were there. So, well, that uh, happens. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Uh, Scott Hall noticed his tattoo at a signing and asked why he doesn't have a razor tattoo. <laughs> oh, oh. And Nash asked, do you have a diesel tattoo? Uh, he was the lightning kid in GWF, and Vince hated that name, so every week he gave him a new name, and the one, two, three kid name ended up sticking. Laura liked Spellbinder in the USWA. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Gotta look it up. We'll have to look that up for sure. Yeah, BWF towards the end, painful. Yeah, for all of us. <laughs> There were episodes where I just, like, woke up and hit record and went back to bed. <laughs> that, that happened a couple of times. So, uh, we'll answer this last qu- this, this question, then we'll get to the music. Uh, how long have I been playing music? Uh, I, start, I picked up a guitar around, 50, uh, you know, when I was 15, so 25 years I've been playing guitar um, on and off. I've been playing drums for about 17 years. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, I picked up a guitar probably first time around like 97, somewhere around there. So uh, I got into my first band in like 2006. and was then, 2004. And then uh, was out of music for like nine years and uh, got dragged back in by XM Priory and started the Living Brain Dead shortly thereafter. So That's a good question. Yeah. This is a S- Steve Carino was going to be the fake 123 kid with, really? <laughs> okay, I did a, not know that. Already had a fake Razor Ramon and a fake. Pizza. Well, that, apparently that was going to be part of that uh, yeah, part they, of that storyline. So, oh, okay, all right. Um, so we're going to get in some music here. Uh, oh, this is our good friends in uh, in Gumshoe. Uh, they have a brand new single out. It's called "I Don't Know When to Quit." There is also a kid friendly uh, radio version if you if you want to listen to that. But this is not it. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is our good friends Gumshoe. Song's called I Don't Know When to Quit on All WNY. Think So Joe Show.
Gumshoe, I Don't Know When to Quit on all WNY. I think so, Joe's show, brand new song from them. It actually came out before last week's show. And I meant to play it on last week's show, but I, I programmed the music at like six in the morning before I went to bed. And I was not thinking about, hey, a couple of my friends just released new music and just picked music that was uh, bands that were going to be playing so <laughs> that weekend. So, uh, yeah. I didn't end up getting to, uh, I wanted to get to more shows than I got to last week, but I got to a few, so. Actually, I got to one. I got to the Dreadnecks with Joe Buck Yourself, which was a great show. I went for the Dreadnecks, because I love the Dreadnecks. Those are my boys. I went to see the Dreadnecks. I was hanging out with them. Uh, Grant was saying, hey, you know, this dude's last band is what influenced the Dreadnecks. And I was thinking of just leaving right after the Dreadnecks, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a couple of songs. I watched him play a couple of songs. I watched him blow the subwoofer at fucking uh, <laughs> at, at Mohawk Place with a kick drum. Uh, I don't know how you do that. Um, but he was really good. I ended up spending like 70 bucks on merch. I got this I got this t-shirt here. And then I got a, I got a couple of his uh, records. So, yeah. Yeah. Got to add to that vinyl collection. <laughs> uh, so we got a picture of... Uh, uh, John sent us his tattoo, John, Johnny Mercury in the chat there, sent us his tattoo. Uh, it's not, uh, I, I was thinking it was like a picture of Sean Waltman, <laughs> but no, it, it's just the, the one, two, three kid logo on his arm. I, I, that's, uh, that, that's way better than I thought what, what you had. I thought it was going to be like the picture from the fucking action figure. Uh, that that came out at the time where his eyebrows were shaved because Kurt Henning shaved his eyebrows off the night before. Anyway, Laura says, bring back Think So Brain. Uh, I was just showing you video from a Think So Brain show in the song break so you could see me hit my head on a fucking disco ball. Uh, (laughs) And I literally get on the microphone like, ow, who put that disco ball there? Um, I can find that on YouTube. You could. Just search for Think So Brain. It's all one word. Anyway. Which, uh, which we were talking, I was talking to, uh, to Tim from Ningwood Records over the, you know, the week before last show uh, about stylistic choices as far as capitalization and things like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, because a lot of, some of his artists, uh, some moderators are changing, have changed things on, the di- on their Discogs pages yeah. um, to go with capitalization standards. And I'm like, you know, I was in a band that was all lowercase letters so I get that frustration. A lot of the time, you know, we get, you know, we get like in newspapers, like in the in the art voice or whatever. This is how long ago this was when you when you were excited to see your name in the fucking gusto, right? Yeah. Like, but it would be like, oh, you know, so and so with think so brain. Close enough. We're in the newspaper. <laughs> like that, yeah. 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 No, we, uh, you know. That was a, the, I, I, uh, for a little while when I was, when I started booking all WNY shows, I started like trying to, I started putting them in like newspapers and our voice and shit like that. But I don't do that anymore. Who the fuck reads those anymore? <laughs> When's the last time you actually like held a newspaper in your hand? Never. Never. I mean, I mean <laughs> never. Okay. No, 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 no. You're no. in your thirties, dude. You, I know. <laughs> no, it, you, you were around before been, the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's been some, maybe my 20s. Maybe your 20s. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you too, Tim. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Anyway. 
But yeah, no, t- since you're 20, yeah, that's, uh, I was probably in my 30s, but that's because I was working in hotels and I'm bored and I'm like, all right, let me do the fucking jumble Sudoku puzzle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> read the comics and read those Garfield strips. I was talking to somebody the other day and um, I was talking to somebody on Monday and they were like, oh, it's Monday. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, and I mentioned Garfield and then I, I, I think I sent one of the, uh, uh, the calendar. You remember? You remember I was doing those calendar pages for Brian. Yeah. Because Brian, uh, Brian bought a calendar, uh, but he accidentally bought a 2020 calendar instead of a 2021 Garfield calendar. So it's like, who needs a who needs an up to date calendar? I'll just send you pictures of my fat ass cat. <laughs> so <laughs> readings for rich folks. <laughs> there you go. Readings for yeah. 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 I don't know. I get paid to read, so. I am becoming a rich folk by reading, I guess. I don't know. It makes it hard to read shit outside of the shit I have to read, though. Like, I got Mox's book, and I started reading it, and I'm, like, a chapter in. And then I've just not picked up my Kindle since. But that's, like, I get paid to read. (laughs) I got got a message the other day. Some guy says, Hey, um, so I got a video done by somebody... And they said they used you as their voice artist, but I, I, it was definitely done, uh, by like a robot, like a, like a, uh, you know, like like automated voice deal, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's one of my clients. He's like, do you record? Like, yeah, I record all my stuff. Like, you want me to send you a video of me recording your fucking job? It was probably boring, so I probably just read it in the most monotone way possible. Like, yay, another fucking script about cryptocurrency. <laughs> Hooray. Go buy your NFTs. <laughs> when is this trend going to end and then I can get to something else? Like, when I first started, it was all about, uh, like, um, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, like, day trading, basically, like stocks, like, like that kind of stuff. That was like every script I got. And then it became like, oh, you know, Bitcoin is the newest thing. And now, and then it's all like, oh, now you gotta, everything's decentralized on the blockchain. And now it's like, oh, you know, here's our new altcoin and and the NFT that goes along with it. Like, fuck, don't you people have lives? (laughs) I don't know who you're talking about, Laura. So I'm not acknowledging your, uh, I'm not posting that on the screen there. Anyway. Anyway, no, I, I don't, look, I don't know what the argument is against NFTs. I'm not knowledgeable enough in that to, to make an argument either way. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy one, but I, you know, I don't understand what the big deal is about like Jimmy Fallon fucking buying one. Like dude's got money. If he wants to fucking spend it on a pretend fucking picture on the internet, good for him. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, John. John is like intently reading the chat because I'm not. Uh, I'm not sharing Laura's posts on the screen. Anyway, so so he's like, uh, "What's that say?" <laughs> so that's what he's leaning in for is to read the yeah. chat. Anyway, <laughs> don't mind me. Yeah. So yeah, you got to see me bash my head on a disco ball during the song break there. Yeah, it would have been better if I was there. If I knew you back then. <laughs> It was, uh, that show was, um... What year was that? Oh, jeez, that had to be 
08, maybe? Maybe 07? Probably 08. 08? I just, oh, yeah. I was 07 or 08, somewhere around there. I was a freshman in college. You know what? It was It was 2007. Okay. Uh, it was my bass player at, at, for that show. It was his first show with us, uh, which, according to him, he was never in that band. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just ignore that fact. Uh, but he... Uh, but um, And what we recorded that on was... You remember you could go to the store, you could buy disposable cameras, right? Yeah. So... Uh, Walgreens had, you could go to the store and you could buy basically a disposable camera, but it's a video camera. And you could hack those so that you could just not have to bring it to Walgreens to get your video back. You could just reuse it over and over again. So I hacked one of those and that's what that video was shot on. And it's very dark in, (laughs) it was very dark in the room to begin with. Um, (laughs) Uh, we're going to catch up on chat here. Does, does John know what an NFT is? John does not know what an NFT is. Sorry. I failed again. <laughs> no, you didn't fail. So, so NFTs are, they're, they're, they're non-fungible tokens. There's actually good uses for, uh, an NFT, which would be like, uh, to, uh, prevent like ticket fraud, uh, was one of like the good uses you could use it for, but instead people are using it to sell uh, pictures of cartoon monkeys on the internet. You could buy one of these pictures of a cartoon monkey, and you own this picture of a cartoon monkey. What is stopping anybody from copying, uh, downloading this, you know, cartoon monkey? Nothing. You just happen to own it. You paid money for this thing so that you could say, "I own this thing." How much? I don't fucking know. I don't own any. <laughs> we're, 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 we'll continue this in a second. Uh, Joe should change his name to Disco Inferno after that disco. No. <laughs> Glenn Gilberti can fuck right off. Anyway, uh, Joe hasn't bought a WWE NFT. So let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about this. Uh, for uh, when John Cena was back last year, which was what, SummerSlam? Yeah. So John Cena came back for SummerSlam and WWE was like, you can buy this limited edition John Cena NFT. You get the t-shirt. It was the Super Mario Brothers 3 deal he was doing. So you could buy the t-shirt and you get the NFT and they were charging like 500 bucks for it. And I think they sold like three. <laughs> like I'm, I'm yeah. not... I don't care who it is. I'm not going to spend money to not, you know, just so I can say, say I own something. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I did just spend 400 bucks at WWE shop the other day, but I'm physically getting a product in the mail later this week. So, you know, it's been, it's something I've wanted for years that they finally have where I'm like, okay, I need that. Um, but yeah, I, I I think I think the whole thing's stupid. I think you know if they use it for things like you know concert ticket validation or things like that, smart contracts are probably a good thing because you can trace them back to the source. But like you know, I own some cryptocurrency, but like yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna stop short of buying a fucking uh, you know JPEG. 
for, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever, just to be like, hey, I own this. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't care if I don't care what other people do with their money. I really don't. I really don't. Joe Cena. No. <laughs> I thought it said John Cena and I was like uh I'm like I'm like no they've already done that and then you said you you pointed out that no he said Joe Cena. So why you got to get Relora going on shit like this? Coaster. <laughs> I know that's a, you know that's uh I don't even know how that whole thing. I, I guess cuz I I have a I have a toy spinner belt oh, that yeah. it, my my buddy bought for me. So it's like, it's got sentimental values. So we were just sitting, we were doing the podcast the one day and there was this, uh, there was this video floating around the internet of the, at the time of all the fucking web browsers and Internet Explorer was just like, it has the little thing going around and it just goes, wee. So I had the spinner belt. I was like, wee. <laughs> I don't even know where that, I think it's in the basement. It's in the basement somewhere, probably in the box full of wrestling figures that had to get taken down off the shelf because I didn't have room for them. It's probably going to happen again once I get this uh, item I ordered from WWE shop. <laughs> it's going to go probably right with all the Macho Man Randy Savage stuff up top shelf there. Anyway, Joey Cena. Yeah. <laughs> why did I share that story on there? <laughs> why? Why did I? Why did I tell that story on there? Anyway, you just walked right into I, it. I <laughs> I did. I just I gave Laura something to 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 troll me with every week from now on, <sighs> as as usual. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I saw the Dreadnecks. I was gonna go to Milky's on Friday. I never got around to it. Um, mostly, partly because I had a deadline that I needed to catch up on. Mm-hmm. My uh, my landlady happened to be at the Sabers game, and I commented on her post like, "Hey, I think you're like right below me. I'm 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 on I'm in the three hundred level on the same end." And she's like, "So do you need a ride home?" Like, uh. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Why not? <laughs> you have to pay for Uber. Right? Or wait for a bus or anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Save some money. Favorite ECW, Raven. Easily Raven. Favorite ECW wrestler. Favorite ECW wrestler? Yeah. Oh, God. I would have to say... I'm that? waiting for him to say Ezekiel Jackson or something. <laughs> You went with The Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez is no, the match that got no, you into wrestling. No, no, no. Rob, all right, man, all right, damn. all right. <laughs> Laura's in there with Hack Myers. Hack the original, Myers. The original Shaw of ECW, yeah. Um, Coaster Spinner Belt is with his masks. I have a Patriot mask. That's the one mask I have. I used to have a Rey Mysterio mask. Patriot? I have a Patriot mask. So before I was dating Karina, uh, we had this show at, uh, it was a Halloween show at fucking Stamps. And she was coming by with pizza. And she comes in the door and she's trying to get up the steps at Stamps, but she's got the pizza in the door. She's trying to like show her ID to the door. I'm wearing this Patriot mask. It was just like, hey, look, something cheap to buy and wear for the fucking Halloween thing. So wearing this Patriot mask, she did not fucking know it was me. She had this look of terror when I went to help her with the pizza. She thought I was trying to steal the pizza from her. I'm like, no, it's me. Like, (laughs) yeah. But, 
Because, you know, that's that's a full face mask, so you can just tuck the beard right up in it. Yeah. Not worry about having it, like, stick out. So, yeah, I used to own a Rey Mysterio. I actually uh, shared the picture the other day of uh, me with the Rey Mysterio mask, and my buddy was painted up like the hurricane outside of WrestleMania 19 in Seattle. So, there you go. Vince McMahon is my favorite ECW wrestler. <laughs> He's a former ECW champion. Yes, I remember. Do rag Vince. <laughs> the do rag and fucking uh, 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 Matt Cardona went to a GCW show when he was a GCW champion, dressed up in the do rag and the black shirt and all that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I uh, yeah, I, Raven has always been one of my favorite wrestlers in general, let alone an ECW wrestler. I got to meet him. Uh, Brian was also a huge Raven fan. We got to we both got to meet him, so that was cool. I remember him as Johnny Polo. Johnny Polo. I was watching a video last night about uh, I was watching a video last night about wrestlers who left WWE and and made themselves better and came back better. Uh, you know, and and Raven was one of them and it's like they told the story of like Vince not realizing that Raven was Johnny Polo. And he saw him in the hall, and he's like, who hired Johnny Polo back? <laughs> Do I watch any Mexican, like, AAA or CMLL? Um, I try to catch Triple Mania, and I didn't this year. Um, but for the most part, no. Um, I did watch almost the entirety of Lucha Underground. I was super excited because it was bad. Like, it was, the full uh, series was available on Tubi. And then I watched, like, three episodes, and then it wasn't available anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I was like, okay, where else can I watch it? And it's like, you can buy it for $1.99 an episode. And I'm like, I don't want to spend that much fucking money to watch this. Laura used to watch a lot of CMLL, apparently. Greatest LA Park versus La Parca from Triple Mania. Triple Mania very bloody and awesome. I think my favorite, uh, my favorite bloody, like, hardcore style match would be... Uh, Vampiro versus uh, Pentagon at uh, Ultimo Lucha 1 on Lucha Underground. So I could get into that style for sure. How did we become a wrestling podcast all of a sudden? Just everything is wrestling. <laughs> We're a local music podcast, man. Yeah. Some of these some of these artists are tuning in like, what the fuck are, are these guys talking about before they play my song here? <laughs> don't worry we'll promote your shows that's what we're here for plug you plug your stuff so uh there's a show going out of the soup uh tomorrow night and actually uh, we're going to talk about it later because smitten for trash is actually on it um there's a show going out of the soup and i was at milky's a couple of weeks ago and we were there was also a show going out of the soup that same night and i'm talking to uh i'm talking to ryan from uh the uh Struggle is super long name podcast. Um, and we're, we're just, you know, talking about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's a show at the soup going on tonight. That's a, you know, burlesque show or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I don't know where the soup is or I'd probably be there. And he goes, oh, I know where it is. Does that make me a punk? Because it always says ask a punk on the flyer. So they got this, they got this uh, event page up for this show going on at the soup tomorrow night. And for the address, it says ask a punk or Ryan. All right. <laughs> so I guess, no, Ryan, you're not a punk. Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's not co-host Ryan. That's the Ryan from the other All WNY podcast. So, 
anyway, yeah. Uh, this is how we got into wrestling is uh, El Generico blames Laura and maybe himself. <laughs> and, uh, okay, there we go. What's your What's your favorite song? What's your favorite song? My favorite song? What's your favorite song? Oh, shit. I got a lot, <laughs> though. Uh, right? How do you I answer that question? How do you answer that? Uh, so, uh, like, is it, it, it's kind of a thing where it depends on your mood. It depends what day it is, you know? Right? Like, stuff like that, right? Uh, at least for me, that's how it is. I don't. I mean, I, I I don't know. Top top ten. Top ten. Oh, okay. All right. Oh man. Top ten. I'm not gonna go top ten. I could give you like a top three, but like, I could give you one or two. Give me one or two. One or two. Yeah, give me one. Give, give me a couple. What What are okay. some of your favorite songs? Let's Let's get an insight into the mind of okay. into the musical mind of John here. <laughs> All right. Well, you you don't like them. Okay. But my favorite band is The Use. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I almost got into a fight with their lead singers. So, uh, yeah, did? anyway. Um, in my mind, I did. Oh. <laughs> anyway. It had to be... Uh, first song I was ever listened to was the Bury Myself Alive off the first record. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second band... My second band... Uh, wow, um... It's actually, I got, I got really into Blink-182. I'm a big Travis Barker fan. So Travis Barker just got married. Congratulations. <laughs> to a um, Kardashian. Um, <laughs> Song-wise from them, I would have to say uh, all the small things. Okay. You went, uh, you went really commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you went from like, I like the used, and I like this deep cut off their first album yeah. to... I like I like the biggest song Blink One Eighty Two ever released. Yeah, you gotta stop date. squeaking that chair, man. That's driving me nuts. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta oil well, that thing at some point. Well, first um, date, I blink. First date, okay. Um, so my top two would be like uh, November Rain, Guns and Roses. Uh, of course. And you gotta pick Guns and Roses. And, and, and uh, not even I wasn't even I, thinking I, about that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking every about time. that. <laughs> I was not even thinking about that. Anyway, now you are. Now I am because you mentioned it. You didn't. You could have just not mentioned I, it. It wouldn't have come up. <laughs> so, so this is Axel over here. Anyway. Yes, I'm Axel. Anyway, Axel Rose. Uh, pass for his son, though. Metallica one is usually what I say when it's uh, you know Metallica. my favorite song, and uh, and and just like anything off of Justice, really. <laughs> like that's my favorite Metallica album. Um, so, uh, but I mean, I, I, you know, really I've been getting more into, uh, punk bands and like, you know, female fronted punk, uh, punk bands a lot. So like, you know, those are my all time, like two favorite songs, but like, you know, I'm also like, you know, getting, re- I, I've been really lately into, um, oh, what the fuck is the name of that song? Uh, the rest of my life by less than Jake. Uh, which we're going to see, actually. Uh, also, um, like, uh, oh, what the fuck is the name of the? It's a Duran Duran song from the nineties. Um, <laughs> uh, Duran Duran. Yeah, it, oh, what the fuck is it? It was like their big fucking song, "Ordinary World" by Duran Duran. Like, which are which are very like similar kind of songs, in, in, if you think about it, like that Less Than Jake song and the Duran Duran song, very, 
you know, similar subject matter of like, man, you know, you know, this person's gone and this is going wrong and like, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, uh, but you know, it, it, it really depends what mood I'm in, I guess, what I'm listening to and what I, uh, you know, what my favorite song of the moment happens to be. And, uh, so, uh, and John says his favorite song is Mama, I'm Coming Home, Ozzy Osbourne. It's a good one. It's a good one. Really, really good, uh, you know, very, very good musicianship there. Uh, is Taylor Swift, this is a question directed to you. Oh, boy. Is Taylor Swift a rock musician? She got a guitar. She does. <laughs> I'm probably going to say no. On this one. I mean, she does play guitar, so I'll give her that. I'll That's... tell you what, man. I was talking to somebody. Uh, I was chatting with somebody the other day, and I, I said, what was your favorite concert you ever went to? And she, she said, Taylor Swift in Pittsburgh. And I said, man, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift is a fucking badass. And, I, and, she, and she really is. So, like, um, I, I really need to cough, but I'm not going to do it on the, on the mic. So, anyway. Um, Let it out, man. No, nah, I'm not going to do it on air. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I, uh, Taylor Swift is a badass, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she's, uh, she's a rock musician. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton, let's talk about Dolly Parton real quick before we go to the song break, because Dolly Parton uh, was up for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this I year. I heard about that. And Dolly Parton said, no, I don't deserve that. Take my name off that list. I've never released a rock song. I'm going to release a rock song now. Like, I'm going to do a rock album, but until I do, I don't want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and take a spot away from somebody who deserves to be there. That's and that is, that is uh, you know, Dolly Parton's a badass, too. So, <laughs> you know. That's what's up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're going to get into more music in a second here. Uh, and that is, we've got, um, oh, a friend of the show here, Miss Mindy Davey, just released a brand new single. New music video. I don't know if the music video, I know Gumshoe did a music video for the song we played earlier. And I believe that one's out. Uh, I don't think the video for this is out yet, but it will be soon. Uh, and this is the newest single from Mindy Davey, and the song is called Fake Friends on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. Friends, yeah. Oh my god, Mindy. Friends talk, no love, no one. They fake, undercover, load up. They shoot, bang, 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 bang. It's so cute, cause they ain't got no aim. Friends talk, no love, no one. They fake, undercover, load up. They shoot, bang, 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 bang. It's so cute, cause they ain't got no aim. Let the haters talk, cause I walk the walk. And the most of y'all always stirring up, spreading all the drama. I can't do this high school shit any longer. I keep my true friends. Yeah, we're real close than the fake ones. Yeah, I pulled a ghost. I don't need to be associated with someone 10 minutes later talking shit. That's a fake friend, and you should watch your back. Look around, cause you probably got friends like that. Yeah, they'll turn their back. They don't care about you. They just want your money and to party harder. Yeah, I know you think that all your friends are real. Some are little rats who steals your ideas. So keep it hush, hush, and never say a word. Let the haters talk, cause they'll crash and burn. Friends talk, no love, no one. They fake, 
let them steal your moves. Let the haters talk, cause you'll never lose. They have a plan in play and a goal in mind to watch you fall and fail every single time. It's funny how some people say it's all about us. Yeah, we're all in this together and it's all about love. But they steal your ideas, your shows, and your designs. They don't have their own talent, so they try and steal mine. Yeah, friends talk, no love, no one. They fake, undercover. Mindy Davey, all WNY think so. Joe shows song called Fake Friends. I'm very clearly putting my headphones back on. It should be noted that when we're not on the air, the music's coming through the speakers in here. We are listening to the songs as you guys are. I actually hadn't listened to that before. Um, so, like, it's available on Spotify and, like, Apple Music, and I couldn't find it on YouTube uh, Music, which is what I have. Actually, I should probably check Tidal because I have that, too. Um... So I just went and bought it on Amazon. <laughs> okay, so uh, somebody asked earlier if Taylor Swift was a rock musician, and now somebody else is in the chat because of that. So, <laughs> oh, nice silence the cynic shirt, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we have uh, we both have. Uh, I, I went to make a silence the cynic shirt for a show, and I was like, anybody else want anything? And you're like, I'll take a silence the cynic shirt. I'm like, we're going to wear the same thing. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of weird. So I made yours different than mine. Anyway. <laughs> ah, Brian. I miss Brian. Yeah, me too. It's not a day that goes by where I'm not like, oh man, Brian would fucking love this. <laughs> you know? So anyway. So you and I, we got tickets to see the Aquabats, less than Jake. And uh, not blowing for soup, John. Bowling, bowling for, for soup. soup. John, I spell it wrong. John, John uh, had a little typo in our in our yeah. group chat. <laughs> I, I I don't know what blowing for soup is, uh, but, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it, it sounds like uh, like like uh, you know Rule Forty Three or whatever. You know if if it exists, there's there's uh, Taylor Swift is a god. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but she is definitely a badass. So, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we, we, we both, uh, kind of agreed in the prior segment about a, a less than Jake song that we both like, uh, which I've actually learned to play on guitar. Cause I kind of got like hooked on it after you guys like played it for whatever reason at practice, at your band practice that, uh, Ryan and I were at last week, just played it on the phone. Like, okay, I like this song, but why are we listening to it? <laughs> and then I came home and I'm like, I learned how to play it, but anyway. Uh, so have you seen Less Than Jake? Uh, Warped Tour. Warped Tour, okay. So I, I've probably, I've definitely seen Less Than Jake on a Warped Tour, I, but uh, before that I've probably seen them on Warped Tours as well. Uh, the first time I really like went to a Less Than Jake show, I was there for uh, Real Big Fish, because uh, they were touring together. And Real Big Fish went on before Less Than Jake. And I'm there with my ex-wife, right? And it's at, uh, it's at Town Ballroom, and you know how they got the... Uh, you know, the levels to it, and they got the guardrails on each level. Yeah. So we're on the second level, and we're just leaned up against the guardrail. Real Big Fish already played. Less Than Jake came out. I wasn't, like, super into them at the time. Uh, like, I got into them more, like, in the last, like, five, six years. Um, so, and my ex didn't really like them either, so she's just like this. 
watching the show. And the lead singer of Less Than Jake goes, hey, you, you there with your boyfriend. Yeah, you, you look bored. Why don't you guys come up on stage? And we got to go up on stage with Less Than Jake and I watched the rest of the show from the drum riser. And like, you know, the bass player's like handing me a beer. Like, here you go, man. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm on stage drinking with Less Than Jake. This is, this is cool. <laughs> uh, Bowling for Soup, have you seen them? Um, actually, this one time okay. they played at Warped Tour. That was May 2014. Was that, was that the, f- oh, when? Maybe it was 2014. Okay. Uh, because I saw them on Warped Tour in like 2004. Or three, whatever the first year they moved to Darien Lake, I saw Bowling for Soup. Okay, no, I, I saw him in 2014. It was really shitty out. <sighs> no, it was nice out when I saw him at, at Warp Tour. I uh, I saw them at the Buffalo Icon with American Hi-Fi and MC Lars, uh, which I think was after I saw him at Warp Tour. I don't know, I've seen him a couple of times. Uh, how about the Aquabats? Have you ever seen the Aquabats? Are you familiar with the Aquabats? No. I know you're you're like, yeah, bowling for soup. Like, oh, cool, less than Jake. You don't know anything about the Aquabats? No. Okay. Uh, so the Aquabats are a band of superheroes, uh, and they fight villains. Okay, I might have saw them. Okay. Yeah, They. Uh, so they, they had a TV show for a little while called the Aquabats Super Show. It aired on a network called The Hub. And if you've ever seen that show, that is exactly what it's like going to an Aquabats concert. So we're going to Pittsburgh for that. That's uh, they're they're not coming to Buffalo, uh, I, I. And so it was like, oh, who wants to go to Pittsburgh before I buy bus tickets and go by myself? <laughs> so, we're going to Pittsburgh for that. That's gonna be a good show, man. It's gonna be fun. Good time. Yeah, you're gonna you're if you haven't seen the Aquabats, you're really gonna love that. I, I saw them the first time, Fourth of July, two thousand four, uh, at the Buffalo Icon. And yeah, that was a that was a ton of fun, and it was like a Fourth of July show. And they for an encore, they did pool party. They're like, they're like, hey, um, you know, we can't we can't have a Fourth of July party without a pool party. <laughs> I just saw them recently at uh, you know a few years ago at uh, Town Ballroom. Uh, they were with uh, actually MC Lars, who I saw bowling for soup with the first time uh, at the Icon. Um, and uh, who the fuck else was I? Cuckoo Kangaroo was on that show too, which is a very interesting group. So, <laughs> all right, uh, what do we got? Good, good bands to see live. Good band to see live. Swedish metal band Soilwork. I think I've heard of them. I don't know if I've seen them. Uh, Laura wants to know if you're friends with Meg Ryan, by which she means Ryan. Basis? Yes. Yes, he's friends with Meg Ryan. <laughs> she was calling him Meg Ryan the entire oh, time okay. he was on the show. So, yes. Yes. Anyway. So, what else you got coming, like, show-wise? You going to any other shows? or you, We're no. supposed to go to Motley Crue or something, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to go to are that. We, are we doing that? We're still doing that? Good. Yes, but... Good. I want to see Joan Jett. I don't give a fuck about anybody. Joan Poison, Jett. too, I guess. Poison. So, John's hair is better. <laughs> That's because John has hair. John can still grow hair. Enjoy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, uh, the reason I wear a hat on the, uh, on the show every week is because I don't feel like shaving my head. 
Kitty was one of the best concerts John's ever been to. I haven't seen them. They're on that big, like, emo festival that's got, like, four or five dates that people are just like, that is going to be such a disaster. You know what I'm talking I, I can't remember the name of it. Somebody, the, when We Were Young, is that what the fuck that was? Somebody in the, in the, in the comments will know what I'm talking about. Um, they're supposed to be on that, and it's like, why the fuck is Kitty on this? Like, they don't, they don't fit with any of the rest of the acts on here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely, uh, so like that's the night before Metallica too, is that Motley Crue show, which, uh, yeah, when we were young, yeah, my friend Amanda Paul is in the chat. I haven't seen it. I, so one of the warp tours at Darien Lake, uh, my friend, my friend Amanda, who's in the chat here and she's on Facebook. So we're going to have to use the restream bot here to put that up. Um, I worked a warp tour. I actually had gotten into this warp tour like for free twice over uh, because I was trying to start a, uh, I was trying to start a, a, an entertainment blog. So I was like getting like photo passes and interview passes and shit like that. So I got in for warp tour and I also got into warp tour doing the fanscape booth. And Amanda was working the fanscape booth with me at that warp tour, which was cool. So uh, that was years ago. The Offspring were, were like the big, uh, no, Avenged Sevenfold, I think, were like the biggest act on that show. Uh, but it poured. So, like, you know, we were all just soaked by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it was so long ago. It was. It absolutely was. I don't even remember what year that was. Uh, opinions from both of you on Body Count. Body Count, Ice oh, okay. Tea. Yeah. You like Body Count? Yeah. Body count's good. Body count's good in my book. I don't own any of your stuff. I need to. I think I got to go out and get that. Like uh, JT from the wrestling podcast, he was, he's super into body count. So, you know, ripping down the tent in lightning. Yes, that's exactly what happened. It's pouring rain and we have to tear down this fucking tent that we were working in <laughs> and it's just pouring and like the show just fucking stopped. It was terrible. The weather was just awful that day. Just terrible. I mean, like, it was nice until it started pouring. And then it started pouring. And there was nowhere to fucking hide because you're at Darien Lake, right? So, like, you're just out in the fucking elements. Yeah. It was awful, just terrible. Like, I mean, it wasn't like, but it wasn't like cold rain. So it could have been worse. But it was still, it was still shitty. Get your Think So Joe merch. Think, Merch.thinksojoe.com. It's the only, Really? Apparently, that was Amanda's only warp tour she ever made it to. I've been to many, many, many warp tours. I worked the last one. Uh, we did we did a live uh, we did a live podcast from Warp Tour uh, by the local stage. It was a, a joint podcast with the Think So Joe Show and the Struggle Is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Hey, look, I actually said the name of your podcast, Ryan. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we we did, it, it was raining that day too, so that was fun, like having to kind of like guard all the equipment from the rain. <laughs> uh, but we broadcast from there, and what was cool was they hooked us up to the, uh, to the, to the mixer for the local stage. Yeah. So in between bands, they were just playing the, the live broadcast that we were doing. And we got to like introduce the bands as they came up on stage. That was so cool, like... We got to interview Kevin Lyman, and unfortunately, none of this fucking exists because somehow my my uh, thing wasn't set up to record. 
Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Apparently, I, I don't know if that was the first time I ever tried to do a live broadcast from that laptop and it just wasn't, like, checked by default or whatever, or if it just unchecked itself, but for whatever reason, I went to go upload shit the next day and it was all gone, including the fucking interview with Warp Tour founder Kevin Lyman. Like, damn, that fucking sucked to lose all that. It was so cool to get to do it. And shout out to Kaiser Solze for making all that happen, but, you know. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> anyway, um, watch on YouTube Body Count performing Slayer's Raining Blood. It's really awesome. I have to check that out. Body Count's cover of Institutionalized by Suicidal Tendencies. Great song. You've seen Suicidal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Suicidal. I didn't, I, I saw Suicidal in 99 when I was just getting into, like, you know, rock music. And, like, I knew who they were, and I'm like, oh, that's that band that did Institutionalized. And I went and watched them play, and they didn't play that. And I don't remember shit else from that set, because that was the one song I knew by them back then. Now I'm just like, yeah, fucking suicidal shit. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know? Um, kind of bummed I missed the fucking Circle Jerks last week. They were here. They were at uh, fucking Mohawk. And I was, you know, I was, like, on the fence going, and I was like, uh, you know, 35 by. And then I think I overslept, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going. Would I rather go to Ozfest or Warp Tour? I'll defer that question to you first. Ozfest or Warp Tour? Think about it, man. You got Ozfest. You got uh, you know. You got Ozzy. You got Slipknot. How, how long ago are we talking Ozfest? Like yeah. Pantera? You know, like uh, you know, bands like Slaves been, on Dope on that show. I've always been a punk rock kid, so I so have Warp to say Tour. Warp Tour. Warp Tour. Uh, for me, I've never been to an Ozfest, and I would uh, I would definitely take Warped over Ozfest. Uh, and that even goes back to when I didn't realize I was a punk kid and, and wanted, you know, was like, yeah, heavy metal rules. Um, I still probably would have taken Warped, uh, except I never got to see Pantera, and I'm really bummed about it. I really would have loved to have seen Pantera. I, I've never seen Ozzy either. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself for having never gone to see Ozzy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely a Warped Tour, uh, Warped Tour kid, man. Like, you know, give me no effects in fucking uh, Newfound Glory and uh, oh, yeah. Save Ferris and fucking Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake and, uh, you know, all those Warped Tour bands and shit. Give me those. I, I definitely, uh, there was at one point, just once, a joint Warp Tour and Ozfest show. And I, I don't remember how this came about. If you go back into uh, the Things You Might Not Know archives and watch the video about Warp Tour, I talk about that. Um, but I did that video like three years ago before we did the, the last Warp Tour. Um, but apparently there was one day where like both were booked and they're just like, fuck it, let's do it together or something happened like that. So I, I don't know. Um, oh man, lead singer of Drone, you went to the one, I mean, he didn't die at the show, I don't think, <laughs> but uh, like he died like right before the show, the lead singer of Drowning Pool, is that what happened? I, I saw them, I saw them with Dave Williams. Uh, not a full show. I saw them at, at uh, WrestleMania 18 up in Toronto. Um, they played uh, they played Tear Away, which is a fucking great song. Uh, died before the show. Okay. Um, they played Tear Away, which was a fucking fantastic song. And they also played uh, who fucks theme song. Uh, they, they did. They played Triple H to the Triple ring. Triple H, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And I and Saliva also played on that uh, on that uh, WrestleMania, and I saw them at an Edge Fest a few years later, and I I met them, and I'm like, hey man, last time I saw you guys, you were playing in front of sixty eight thousand screaming wrestling fans who had no idea who you were, and they're like, yeah, WrestleMania. I'm like, yeah, I just insulted you, but okay, cool. Yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I I I I liked Drowning Pool. And I liked, I liked Dave Williams's voice. I really was like, uh, you know, and they were like uh, doing auditions, like fan auditions for like the new singer and shit. I was like, man, I wish I could fucking sing. Even though I was a singer in a heavy metal band just prior to that. Like, I wish I could sing. And I wish I could sing, sing. Like Dave fucking Williams could fucking sing like on Tearaway. Because that would have been my fucking audition song for sure if I could actually fucking sing. But I can't, so I didn't. <laughs> I wish I knew. Yeah, you could have been this fucking lead singer of Drowning Pool. I didn't know you then. I would have suggested you. Yeah. Same with Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots did the same thing. Like they did oh, really? a fan a fan vote thing, and some of my friends uh, actually did uh, audition for it. And you know they were posting their fucking auditions publicly too. It was cool. Uh, I my my buddy uh, Ski should have was one of the best I ever fucking heard singing some of those Stone Temple Pilots songs. So. I, I saw them, uh, like, two years ago, Rapids. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots? I thought about going to that show. Yeah, with the new singer. Show. Yeah. The new guy doesn't sound bad. No. No, actually, he sounds I, just... I saw, them, I saw them with Scott Weiland, so... I got I got to do the... set up the drum set for them, so... Okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I saw them, like, before Scott died, so... Um, so I saw them on a show with Stone Temple Pilots, Linkin Park, Static X, and Stained, and uh, Deadsy. And if you look at those first three bands, they all have one thing in common. Their lead singers are all dead. So it's like, man, I'm so glad I got to see those bands when I did. You know, I was not the biggest Linkin Park fan past, like, Hybrid Theory, Meteora, like... yeah. Like, once they got into Meteora, it's like, yeah, it's more of the same. And then they changed too much. So it's like, oh, that's way too much. <laughs> like, that's way far off in a different direction, and I don't like it. Um, thanks for liking the screams, uh, stream, Scott Jablonski. Uh, anyway, um, Laura wants to know, well, first of all, uh, did anyone notice that Drowning Pool and Motorhead sang the wrong lyrics at WrestleMania? Uh, I think, so Drowning Pool sang their own version of that song, which was yeah. different uh, from the Motorhead version. And, you know, Lemmy's just fucking Lemmy. So, you know, Lemmy, Lemmy is God. I, I, know, I know Taylor Swift was referred to as God earlier, but it is established, uh, it, it is a known fact that Lemmy was in fact God. Um, I saw, like, the anniversary of his death that just recently passed, and I saw the thing I shared where, uh, you know, it's, it, Lemmy walks into heaven and sees God, and he says, get out of my chair, mate. <laughs> um, so, uh, Laura wants to know, how old is John in hours? Look, you got the restream bot treatment, Laura. <laughs> she wants old? to know how old you are in hours. Hours? Hours. So you might want to want to get on the on your phone there and and type in uh, hours since the day you were born. <laughs> I'm being told. Okay, first of all, um, 
Lincoln Park lost a lot of fans after Hybrid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, me being one of them. I loved Reanimation. I now own Meteora on vinyl. Uh, but that was because it was a Record Store Day exclusive blue vinyl. And I'm like, why am I so excited about this when I can literally just go buy a black version now? <laughs> uh, but it was Record Store Day. So I was like, I gotta buy something. Um, and uh, I'm told I'm lying when I say Why? that Lemmy is God. You've seen Airheads. Yes. Lemmy is God. Lemmy is God. Who would win in a wrestling match? Lemmy or God? Trick question. Lemmy is God. Lemmy is God. <laughs> or the classic line is, who did you go for? David Lee Roth or Van Halen? <laughs> Van Halen. Oh, he's a cop. Yep. <laughs> uh... Don't like I, I haven't heard anything from Static X since Wayne died, so I don't I don't have uh I don't have uh I don't have an opinion on that. No emojis don't show up on this. And and I can't put your fucking post up, Laura, because it's too long. <laughs> I could do it from the restream bot. There we go. Oh look, the emoji showed up on the restream bot. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, why why can't you buy a digital copy of Airheads anywhere. That's what I want to know. What, like, there's got to be some kind of licensing issue because you can't find that movie anywhere. I have it on DVD, fortunately, so I can watch it whenever I want. But, like, I'm lazy, and I don't want to get out of bed to put a DVD in. I or, got a, is it on Netflix? I, no, I don't think so. We'll find out. Let's let's find out right I now. On Netflix. Let's find out right now. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll go to Just Watch. We'll find out. Uh, so just watch, and we're looking for Airheads. We're going to see if we can watch Airheads. That's one of my favorite movies. Dude, I love that movie. Airheads. Uh, 1994. Um, oh, it's apparently on HBO Max. So there we go. I can watch it later. I don't have to put the DVD in. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about the Lone Rangers in a second because I just saw a chat, but we're going to... Oh, this is is this frozen? No, there we go. Okay. Uh, let's see, DVD, what are you, a caveman? Um, no. <laughs> I worked at Blockbuster when DVDs first came out. So, that was the new, new technology at the time. The Lone Rangers are one of the greatest bands, along with Steel Dragon. And Steel Dragon, correct me if I'm wrong, is the band from Rockstar, which was a Joe Knows Jack a couple of years ago, when, uh, when Brian was still co-hosting, and that was still a thing. Um, so... Here's the biggest disappointment for me uh, as a fan of the movie Airheads. And that is that the Lone Rangers broke into the radio station, took all these people hostage to get a cover song played on the fucking air. And then had the audacity to be like, I wrote that song for you. Like, no. <laughs> Reagan Youth wrote that song in the 80s. <laughs> uh, to this day, though, XM Priory actually yes. plays... Uh, plays that song in honor of Brian because Brian was like, you guys would do a killer cover of, uh, of um, Degenerated. And so they started doing a cover of Degenerated and to this day they still play it. They played it at the uh, Muller Mania last year. Yes, which we really got a book good. Muller Mania too. We have the date for it. I just, I got to book bands. So... Uh, We're going to have t-shirts. We got to have t-shirts. We got to do t-shirts. Got to do the WrestleMania logo. We'll get, uh, I'll, I'll get them done locally. We'll get uh, with the WrestleMania 2 logo, but it'll be Muller Mania. Yeah, for sure. Um, Can't say we're performing. 
But we are unfortunately unavailable yeah. that night again. So but we'll, we will be there. We will be there. We will definitely. I, I will have details when I finally start booking bands for it, which I need to do because it's now April and that's going to be in July. I've also got a date in June I need to book. So the Living Brain Dead versus the Lone Rangers, who would win? Uh, let's see. There's three of them, right? So uh, there's four of us. There's three of them, four of us. And, uh, you know, Katie kind of towers over all of them. So, uh, I don't know, man. You know, Brendan That's Fraser the, may, may be... Uh, I don't know how to answer Brendan that. Fraser's got kind of chunky lately, so... Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, then again, I'm kind of chunky, so... Ryan looks like he could uh, go in a fight. I, I'm sure he wouldn't mind uh, punching Adam Sandler in the face. So, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think we got the numbers advantage, so I think we take them. And we write our own songs, mostly. <laughs> People were, uh, we, we, we played a, a couple of covers at the last song, at the last show, and uh, people were uh, kind of reacting to the first one we played. Like, did you just Rick roll us? Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yes, we, we did. did. <laughs> There's a lot more coming in your way. Yep, definitely. You got that 80s cover album that we're uh, starting to work on a little bit, and hopefully, uh, you I'm know, excited. we're taking our time on it, so we're not oh, rushing yeah. on it. Don't expect it any time in the next, like, couple of months or anything, but, like, but we're getting there. You, you're all going to love it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so far That's so good, man. so really good. This man went out and bought a cowbell for it. Yes. <laughs> I'd, I love I had the to, cowbell now. I, I, I should have did it a long time ago. He came, he's like, I got to go to Guitar Center. Are you coming with me? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming with you. And then he's like, look at the, like, looking at the cowbells. So we're just kind of comparing the different cowbells. Like, uh, like, you know, just kind of flicking them. And it's like, tuk, 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 tuk. he's just a common man. <laughs> maybe that's the next song. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, my buddy Andrew J. Reimers was supposed to come on uh, the, when we were doing the, the wrestling podcast, was supposed to come on and do that. And. Uh, that was the that was the weekend. That was like when we had that really bad snowstorm where it was like six feet of snow, and like I couldn't get home for like five days from from uh, my old job, and he ended up sending in the big boss man's theme instead. Uh, opinions on Rollins Band? I've only really heard Liar, and I like that song. I like Henry La Henry Rollins in general. I didn't go see him when he was here. Um, what about you, Henry Rollins? Rollins Band. Rollins Band? Yeah, Rollins Band. You Are you familiar with the Rollins Band, really? No. Okay. So it's, it's Henry Rollins' basically solo project. He does that song, Liar. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. song I know. Um, so I'd, I don't really have a good, uh, you know, a, 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 a enough information to form an opinion uh, in full on Rollins Band. So... Uh, We'll, but I like the stuff I do know, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, we got to get in some music here, uh, in like 40 seconds anyway. Uh, but uh, there's a band, I never heard of this band until just today, uh, when I was programming music. They have a uh, CD release coming up. Used the wrong mouse again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they have an album release coming up uh, this Friday at Nietzsche's. They're releasing, uh, the album is now available. You can get it on all the streaming services. It's called Street Sage. Uh, they're performing at Nietzsche's with Orange Corner at 9 p.m., uh, $7 at the door, 21 and up, because it is a Nietzsche's show. Uh, that's Friday night. And the band is called Loaded and Gorgeous. 
And this is a brand new song from them, and it's very long, so uh, stick with us. Uh, it's called Street Stage on All WNY, Think So Joe Show.
and gorgeous the song called Street Sage on all WNY Think So Joe show. Definitely uh, worth the seven minutes. I was telling you, I, I, recorded, uh, I recorded it earlier and it stopped midway through so I had to like start it over again. It did not feel like seven minutes because it's such a good song. So, um, yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, so before we went to the song break, we got a question here which was... Uh, Better bass player, Steve Buscemi or Hulk Hogan? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Hulk Hogan, if you, if you ask him, he was, he was going to be the bass player for Metallica. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see Hulk Hogan. I asked Hulk Metallica. Hogan on Twitter once. I said, man, you know, you really think you could have hung with Metallica? He's like, oh, not as good as the guy they got now. <laughs> like, Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I have, uh, I, I do have an album with Hulk Hogan on it. And not like, and, and like, this is, that's besides like yeah. the wrestling albums, like wrestling album, wrestling album two pile driver. I have both of those, but like Hulk Hogan doesn't actually sing on those. What I have is Hulk Hogan and Green Jello, leader of the gang. I have that on vinyl. Because I have all of the rest of Green Jello's shit. So it's like, well, how could I not have the one with him with, with Green Jello and Hulk Hogan? <laughs> now, now that I know this is a thing that exists. So uh so the question that was just asked John versus Joe hardcore match, who wins? <laughs> uh what style hardcore match? Like ECW hardcore match or like WWE hardcore match? How limited am I in the weapons I can hit him with? <laughs> Please. I mean... Let us know. I mean, I mean, he's a lot smaller than I am. I think I could take him. <laughs> quick, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, you might be able to get... You, it'd be like... Uh, like Okay, ECW. So yeah, if I could get my hands on like uh, ECW weapons, yeah, you, you might be fucked, dude. <laughs> you put on a really good show. I don't know, man. Give me a giant fucking mousetrap like Johnny Knoxville oh. the other day. <laughs> I get We do not that. need to get back on this shit, I by the way. I get out of that. We don't need to get back on this. Just Sami Zayn couldn't. <laughs> we don't need to get back on this topic, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> spent a fucking hour talking about this shit. Um, anyway. Yeah, so. Music. 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 So that was uh, Loaded and Gorgeous. You can catch them at Nietzsche's on Friday nights. Uh, their album release for uh, the album of the same name, Street Sage. That's 9 p.m., uh, $7 at the door, 21 and up. 
So go check them out if you got nothing to do on Friday nights, which I don't think I have anything to do on Friday nights, so I might. Um, Saturday night, by the way, go see Shambles. Yes. Um, our bass player's band. There's some good, there's some stuff going on Saturday night, and I actually kind of double booked myself because I was going to go to the show down at Mohawk on Saturday night. It's one of my Facebook friends is going away. I've never actually met her in person, but I was going to go be like, hey, you got some good bands on the show. You know, Spud's on the show. Uh, Gentleman of Age is on the show. So I was like, man, that sounds like a good show. I'm, you know, there's nothing else going on. I'm going to go. And then Shambles was like, Hey, we're doing a Blink-182 set along with Wrestle with Jimmy doing a whole Weezer set. So, like, okay, I guess I'm going to go to fucking Good Bar instead. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll be at Good Bar. You'll be at, you're going, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll be at Good Bar uh, checking out Shambles. That's going to be a good show. If, you like, if you're into Blink-182, Weezer, that kind of stuff, like, that's going to be a good show for you. I think they might sneak in some originals. Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, hopefully. <laughs> Wait and see. Uh, you know, I, I was asked about, you know, bands in the region I like when I was doing this interview earlier, and it's like, you know, well, my favorite band is Shambles, and that's not just because we share a bass, uh, a bass player. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, but it's, it's harder and harder to see Shambles playing Shambles songs these days. They're doing all these Blink covers and stuff. Uh, Mohawk's going to have that uh, cool show going on. Uh Smitten for Trash, who we're playing later. They're they're at uh, Timeless Babes out in Tonawanda. Yeah, uh, which is uh, which is my friend uh, 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 Becca's store. So uh, you know, go check out the show and buy some stuff. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, John wants to know: Do we prefer lead singer solo projects or their band's music? I guess it probably depends. It depends. <laughs> It depends on who it is, right? So, I mean, give, give me some examples. Give me, give me a band, and I will tell you uh, a band and a singer, and I'll tell you which I prefer. I, I guess I don't. I, I guess it really depends. So, like, are we talking like Ozzy and Black Sabbath? Do I prefer Ozzy or do I prefer Black Sabbath? I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> I mean, you got you're talking like Geezer Butler or Randy Rhodes here. So, I mean. Ozzy Sabbath, there we go. Okay, yeah, I, I he uh, he asked after I started talking about. It. Um, I mean, they have their they both have their charm. Sabbath is always going to be classic. True. Um, Ozzy keeps putting out shit for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard a lot of Ozzy's newer stuff, so I, I can't really comment on that. But uh, you know. It, it, can you really separate Ozzy and Black? Like, like, and then Black Sabbath went on to do stuff with Dio, and then do you say Dio and and do you say you know Rainbow? And is like, is Dio better than Rainbow? Is Rainbow and Black Sabbath equal in that regard? Because Dio sang for both of them, and then Black Sabbath became Heaven and Hell with Dio singing for. It's a whole mess, man. Yeah. Uh, Stone Sour and Slipknot. I like Stone Sour. I like I... Slipknot. Not gonna lie, but I, I I do like Stone Sour. I like that more mellow stuff. So like even when Slipknot does like a more Stone Sour kind of song, yeah. I like that better than like the heavier Slipknot stuff. And uh, and that's not to I knock love Stone Stone Sour, but like if I want to get pumped up for a show, Slipknot. I'm playing. I'm I'm listening to Slipknot. Yeah, definitely that first Slipknot record, man. Just 
I got a bootleg fucking uh, vinyl of that. And you can, when you listen to it, it's definitely not mixed for vinyl. Like, it is definitely somebody had an MP3 and pressed a vinyl. Like, <laughs> but, uh, and I didn't know that at the time. It was not, like, indicated at all that it was not an actual fucking pressing of the record. Which, to my knowledge, there's not an actual pressing of the record, just this bootleg. Um... But I I love that first Slipknot record for sure. And then I kind of, it was another band like Linkin Park where I kind of fell out of it. Um, but if I'm listening to their like more recent stuff, it's I like the slower stuff, which is why I can say like Stone Sour would be uh, my preference out of the two. Um, I, I like Corey Taylor in general. I did go to a Corey Taylor show and leave early. Uh, mostly because I wanted to see Steel Panther. And I was like, fuck, Steel Panther, all right. Like, I don't even give a fuck about Cor- about Corey Taylor. I kind of wish I would have stayed, but I, I also kind of didn't. Yeah. So, like, I went... Like, this was... We had a uh, we had kind of, like, a working relationship with Rapids, uh, f- like, a number of years ago. And uh, it was back when Brian was still working for Rapids. And uh, they announced the Corey Taylor show. And uh, Fozzie had played the night before, actually. And I went and saw Fozzie. I got in, I think I got into that one for free. Uh, we got free tickets for that one. I, we didn't get free tickets for, uh, for Corey Taylor because that was going to sell out like instantly. And it did. And I was like, Brian, can you get me into this, uh, this Corey Taylor show? I want to see Stone. I want to see Steel Panther. I don't give a fuck about Corey Taylor. Y'all can give the ticket away after I fucking leave after Steel Panther's done. Um, and Brian was like, look, it was like the day before I'm at the Fozzie show. I went to Brian. I'm like, dude, should I go buy a ticket before they sell out? Or can you get me in? He's like, dude, listen, even if they sell out, even if they won't let, even if they won't let me give you a ticket, I will get you into the show. Just show up. He managed to get me a ticket, but he was going to sneak me in the fucking back door to see, <laughs> to see fucking Steel Panther and Corey Taylor. And that was like my third or fourth Steel Panther show. But, uh, you know. There's also my buddy JT got me into them. Uh, Danzig or Misfits? We got uh, Danzig or Misfits, Rollins or Black Flag. Now we have, we've already kind of established that we we're not overly familiar with Henry Rollins solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's not really a fair question, I think. Um, I, John, I'm getting to that question. I'm, I'm getting to that statement as soon as I'm done talking about this. Um, I like I like Danzig Misfits. I. You know, dancing solo stuff is cool, but I'd rather listen to the Misfits, honestly. But, 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 but not Mikhail, Gra- not Michael Graves' Misfits. Fuck that guy. Fuck him and his fucking Republican ass. <laughs> fucking proud boy motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Man, we were supposed to open for him. You remember yeah. this? We were supposed to open for him. And then he starts going on Twitter and spewing all this fucking proud boy white supremacist bullshit. And we were like, Greg, we're not playing with this guy. Take us off this fucking bill. And Greg took us off the bill and he said, keep an eye on this and keep me posted. And he just kept posting shit like that. And we ended up getting his show fucking canceled. And Greg's like, I'm never going to work with this guy again. Fuck this guy. And if you go and you look at, he's got tour dates right now. And if you go and you look at the tour dates, there's no fucking major cities. It's all places you've never fucking heard of. Like, nobody wants to fucking work with this guy because he's spouting all, off all this, uh, you know, anti, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff and, like, yeah. all this fucking white, you know, uh, fucking proud boy bullshit. Fuck that guy. 
You know, when I was waiting for you outside, there's a guy across the street here, and he's got, like, fucking, you know, Blue Lives Matter and Donald Trump fucking flags and shit flying. His Blue Lives Matter flag is in fucking tatters, and I'm so fucking happy to see it. Because fuck that guy, too. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I... And there's, like, Misfits songs that he's on that I'm like, man, I really like that song, but fuck that guy. Like, Dig Up Her Bones is a fucking killer song, but fuck that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> I, my, my, uh, Karina's sister sent me a fucking video on, uh, on Instagram the other day, and it was from, uh, like, the Bush administration years. Yeah. And it's Michael Graves talking about being a Republican in punk, and it's done in a very humorous, tongue-in-cheek, like, ah, you're not really punk because you're a Republican, um, you know, kind of way. And I just responded with basically the same the same way I just responded to, uh, you know, Misfits with Graves, is fuck that guy. Fuck him. Fuck him. I really wish Macho Man Randy Savage would have kicked his fucking ass. You ever hear this story? No. So, so the Misfits were in WCW for a little while. You remember that at all? I do remember okay. that. So the Misfits were in WCW. They were with fucking uh, Vampiro, right? Yeah. Uh, Randy Savage at the time was dating uh, the the wrestler who was known as Gorgeous George. Uh, but she was messing around with fucking Doyle from the Misfits. And Savage fucking knew this. And he cornered Michael Graves and like one of the other fucking members of the band backstage at a, uh, at a fucking Monday Nitro. Yeah. And like was like, where the fuck is Doyle? Like, just, you know, Macho Man at that time was fucking huge. Is ripped. You, that was a dude you do not fuck with. And Randy Savage in general was a dude you do not fuck with. Yeah. Now, a jacked up fucking Randy Savage, like ready to rumble fucking era Randy Savage, that's a dude you do not want to fuck with. No. So he's uh, got two of the fucking misfits, Michael Graves included, cornered backstage at a fucking Nitro. And Michael Graves is like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Man. I don't know where he is, Mr. Man. He was calling him Mr. Man. Mr. Man, because he's macho, man. I don't know where he is, Mr. Man. I'm sorry. And these are Michael Graves' own fucking words. You can find this was a fucking interview (laughs) that Michael Graves did talking about being cornered backstage and intimidated by macho man Randy Savage. So when we were booked on this show... And he started spewing all this shit before we decided to drop off. I was like, I'm wearing a fucking Macho Man shirt to play the show. And we ended up not playing the show. And I'm just like, good. I'm so glad we didn't fucking play with this guy. So um, that's kind of how I feel about Johnny Ramone. Love the music, but he was a huge Bush supporter. I'll tell you what, man. Like, fuck George Bush as president, but he's seemed like really cool since then. Uh, George, uh, George W. Bush. Like, he was a shitty fucking president, but, like, he has seemed so cool since then uh, in, like, you know, he's like, Donald Trump's a fucking idiot, you know, shit like that. So, you know, I I don't have, I, I hated him as a president, and we had a, you know, my old band had a song about lighting him on fire, metaphorically. Um, but, like, you know, I, you know, he's mellowed out and I, he's just kind of bowed out of the public spotlight. And anytime he pops back up, he's just like, yeah, Donald Trump sucks. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, it, it was probably cute during the Bush years to be like, I'm a Republican and punk, but you know, during the Trump years when it's fucking dangerous and you're spewing off, you know, about how, you know, black lives don't matter and shit like that. Fuck you, dude. Just fuck you. 
Michael Graves, I hope you're fucking watching this. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Fuck you. I am so glad that he is fucking blacklisted, like, everywhere. Like, fuck that guy. Like, like, like yeah, Dig Up Her Bones, great fucking song. I'm not going to go out of my fucking way to listen to it because I don't want him to get the, ten, the, the, the point two cents he gets from fucking Spotify anytime I listen to it. Even Saturday night. Yeah. I like, fuck, yeah. he just, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked on this show at length before about separating the art from the artist, and I have such a hard time doing it. And, it was, and we started talking about it because of Marilyn Manson. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, man, I, I fucking love, like, I would, like, Marilyn Manson changed my fucking life in the 90s. You know what I mean? Not as much as, like, Metallica, but, like, you know, I, I discovered a lot about myself listening to Marilyn Manson. And, but, like, I haven't listened to Marilyn Manson in two years, three years now. Like, fuck that guy. I don't want, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking listen to him because he's a piece of shit. Like, woman beating, tormenting, whatever the fuck he did to Evan Rachel Wood and all these other women that have since come forward. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, it, it, it's not as easy to separate the art from the artist as I thought it might have been. Yeah. But, you know, like... At the same time, it's like, you know, I'm not missing his music as much as I thought I would. Because <laughs> I listened to Manson a ton. I've seen him four times. But, you know, I can't support a guy like that. Um, were you ever a fan of Mushroom Head? Um, I like the stuff I've heard from them, uh, and but uh, which is not much, honestly. Yeah. Uh, was he the dude that went on to do Hell Yeah? Or was that the dude from Mudvayne? Mudvayne. Mudvayne, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like Mudvayne. <laughs> I liked Hell Yeah. I got to see Hell Yeah. Did you work that show? No, no. Okay. I, I did see them yeah. at, uh, during the like. Okay, I saw them at fucking Rapids. Uh, Avatar opened for them. I was there with Karina's sister, and Karina's sister fucking loved Avatar. Like, to a point where uh, those guys come out on, on, like, little platforms, and they're, like, covered up. And they bring the, they wheel the platforms out, and she's just like, they're in there, they're in there. I'm like, yes. I, I, I kind of figured that. <laughs> and then I saw them and I'm like, eh, they're okay. I've seen Marilyn Manson before, so this is like nothing. <laughs> you know, Their music's good, Avatar. Uh, Corey Graves, greater than Michael Graves. Yes, absolutely. Corey Graves all the way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long this last song is. I should probably figure that out before we, uh, let's see. 405. So we sh we got about a minute here. So uh yeah, you did much better today. You you actually talked. I actually talked more. I, I think uh you know so, uh, some some uh some newer viewers who didn't see your last one are kind of no. like uh you don't want to see it, trust are me. Are like uh man, he doesn't talk back. much. I can look back on it. Yeah. I probably don't. Uh, so, you know, I I I, I got a text saying that you don't you don't talk much. So This <laughs> uh, is me. <laughs> but they, but but they didn't see the previous show, no. so so they so don't know how they, they don't know how little you talked the last time where I had to carry that whole two hours. Uh, I actually seen so yeah, yeah yeah. Surprisingly. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we've got one more song for you. This is from a band called Smitten for Trash. Uh, you can catch them tomorrow night uh, with Of Night and Light and Forty Five Government at seven p.m. at the Soup. 
Uh, if you don't know where that is, ask a punk, but don't ask me because I don't know. Uh, or you can ask Ryan Garnett. Yes. Um, be, because uh, he is not a punk, so they put ask a punk or Ryan um, on the event page. Uh, or you can catch them. It's actually JD from uh, Smitten for Trash's birthday on, uh, uh, or his birthday show on Saturday at least. Uh, and they're at Timeless Babes. Uh, which is a shop at 61 and a half Main Street in Tonawanda. Uh, and they're with DJ Nancy Nauseating, Kill Columbus, Muddle, and Prepare for the Mind Scan. That's actually going to be a pretty good lineup there. Oh, yeah. uh, and that starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday. We're going to be at Mr. Goodbar, uh, not performing, but our bass player, Ryan, will be uh, with his uh, side project there, Shambles. <laughs> uh, so go check that out. It's a Blink 182 cover set they're doing with Wrestle with Jimmy. Uh, who do Weezer covers, which is why we're not playing either band this week. We can't do covers on the show. Anyway, uh, so this is Smitten for Trash. The song's called Personal Gain, and we'll see you next week right here on The Think So Joe Show. When you feel like your heart is so broken you could die, just remember there's loved ones and people by your side. Abuse and addiction seem like my only friend. But I try and lie to myself Don't lie away The aching of my bones in this fucked up desperate game A six pack and some blow for my fucking personal